your coach, Joe Pinero. I want to thank you for tuning in for this next podcast, this next episode. I want to thank all the people that have taken a minute or two to send an email or send a feedback, ask some questions, get engaged. I appreciate that. We take the good ones and the controversial ones. I love that. That's what I do. Remember, this podcast is dedicated for those old salespeople that want to take the game to the next level. They want to sharpen their skills. They want to open their horizons to new ideas. And I want to thank you again. Today's topic is going to be about sales in general. I mean, I was doing a training the other day and it was interesting because, you know, uh, the topics that I'm going to touch here were coming up all the time. And again, and you know, I want to make a distinction. You know, there's some salespeople that are professionals and there's some people that, you know, they just do amateur things. They're in the profession of sales just because maybe they were not you know uh, interested in any other and sometimes you know a lot of people to have the perception that to be in sales is just you know talking nice talking beautiful and of course it's a perception so I know there's a lot of professional salespeople out there that have some great skills they make this their profession and uh, those are the ones that you can tell when they have a good game plan in their side and they have a good strategy so the first thing I want to talk about here is there's no new words in sales. There's no new words in sales. The same way there's no new notes in music. However, how you put them together, right? How you assemble your presentation, what's the sequential order that you put those, it's the difference between success and not so much success, right? In, in music, the, the difference between a Grammy or a whammy. So we want to talk a little bit about that. I want to talk about a lot of elements that goes into a sales presentation or a successful presentation. So again, there's no new words. So there's no, you know, a lot of people ask me, okay, so what do I do? What what is the phrase? What well give me give me that closing technique. Give me, you know, that abracadabra and it's gonna be done of events of little things that make the big enchilada at the end. Right. So the first thing is, you know, one of the keys to be a successful um, sales professional is to have the skills of communication. Right. You got to communicate. And it's not just talking to people it's communication. So I'm going to share some things here. I mean, there might be more podcasts that I can, you know, uh, share more details on this and uh, get, you know, more uh, uh, down and dirty with it. But for right now, right. Communications. Right. Seven percent you know, our words, right? And I didn't invent none of this. You just got to study, got to research. The 7% are the words that you say. That represents 7% of how important it is. Very important, 7%. Without those, the rest doesn't fall into place, right? 38% is your tone of voice, right? And of course, 55% is your body language. So again, 7% is your words. 38% is the tone of voice. And 55 is your body language. You probably heard about it's not what you say, it's how you say it, right? So a lot of times the message, how we say it, has a little bit more impact than what we say. As a matter of fact, if you think of it, right, a lot of arguments that you had maybe with your girlfriend, with your spouse or so, was because how you said it, not what was said, right? So, you know, she goes... Uh, she gets a little bit upset at you and just an example of life. And, you know, the man says, well, listen, the only thing I said was this. 
And she said, yeah, but you know, if you wouldn't said it like that, I don't get like this. So how you say things, the body language that you use, right? You communicate more with, you know, your body language and your tone of voice and actually the words that you're saying. Okay. So obviously we need to learn our presentation to be able to deliver the message correctly. For example, the words is the script, right? Do you have a script? Do you have planned out what you're going to say on that presentation? doesn't matter the field, okay? You can be in real estate, right? You should have a presentation, right? If you are in timeshare, you know my timeshare people, hey, listen, you need a presentation. If you're even in the car business, people go in to buy a car, but you should have a game plan and how to present. That's the presentation, not how to give information. Remember, information doesn't require a decision. Don't be a 411. Don't don't be Google, right? I mean, you're not there to give information. Either even that information can be part of your presentation. However, a presentation at the end, well put together, demands an answer, right? A question. You have earned the right to ask for the sale, right? So we want to do a presentation. However, the delivery, the tone of voice, your body language sends a big message on how much you believe and how effective that product services are based on how you can deliver that presentation. So again, professional salespeople, right? They learn the presentation, they plan it out, every word, right? They try to have it pretty, you know, down to the T. And then of course they deliver with that passion, with that conviction, with that belief. And people can, you know, their defense go down when they have a salesman that is credible and believable, right? Because he knows what it's done, not just given information. So again, 7% is your word. So they're a very important 7%. However, how you deliver that message, your, your eye contact, right? All of that all put together in a strategic way, you can become more effective. So at the end, you have earned the right to ask for the order, right? See, people don't buy products, they buy solutions to their problems, right? But as how you deliver, how emotional you get, right? right? So a lot of people, they buy because emotion and they back it up by logic. You probably heard a couple of my podcasts or my videos. So again, it's a combination of a lot of things, but the sequence, how to is more than what, right? All of it is important. So how are you going to present that, right? Is important, right? You need to know about the personalities. You need to know about the people. You're going to be selling people. You need to study people. You need to know what turns them on, what turns them off, right? I was doing this training the other day. And I was talking that if you don't know how to make decisions, how can you get somebody to make a decision, right? If you're always thinking about things, right, and you don't have a process, right, to get to that result that you want, then how you can get somebody else to make a decision? Just to give you an idea, right? I mean, we talk about real estate. I mean, you know, real estate is a great field. There's a lot of professionals there. And a lot of times, you know, we confuse the people, right? We confuse them. We give them too much information, right? And guess what? At the end, they're going to say, well, listen, I have to what? Think about it. That's another topic, right? That we can expand and I have expanded on it. So who was at fault there? Is the salesman that instead of 
creating a presentation, understanding the mindset of the customer, right? Understanding what is going to make an impact, understanding why people purchase, how people purchase, what is important to them, and when is important, right? That will give you a little better, you know, idea in how to approach that customer based on his personalities, right? We all know about the drivers, the expressive, the analyticals, and the thinkers, right? I hope that you've been exposed to that kind of information. And if you're not, find it, you know? We are four different type of social styles. We have behaviors. And all of that comes into play to be more effective, especially if you are in a field that you need to influence. So in real estate, you know, you have to show some houses. You got to get them on that phone call to uh, do your consultation, your financial consultation. You know, there's a lot of little sales that you need to create to be able to get to the final sale, which is buying a home. Everybody would like to buy a home, right? But we want them to want to, right, to move forward on that. And it takes little steps on different areas to get them there, right? Like you guys know, I love timeshare. I mean, I come from a timeshare background in timeshare. Right? We have to do the same, right? We have to do a presentation, sequential order, right? With the right elements in there. And your passion is going to drive that message. Again, and of course, you know, the people come in with some resistance and that's our job. But you got to have a plan and how to go about that. Okay? And uh, in car sales, people go into the car dealership and they will love to buy a car. Who doesn't? But the process, right? The salespeople. Right? Sometimes, you know, they're not prepared. They think that just because they like the car is going to happen. And maybe it has. And if you're lucky to have that touch, excellent for you. But, for example, somebody like me that needed a little structure, I need to make sure that I do the steps. And you might be saying, okay, Joe, what are the steps? Well, you know, stay tuned for another podcast. We will be breaking it down for you. But you need to have a game plan. You need to have a sequential presentation. Are you driving the customer to action? If your presentation is just tell, 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 right? You're just giving information, then there's no action. There's no, right? If you're just giving the information, a computer can do that, but the computer cannot transfer emotion. The computer cannot recognize feelings and emotions to highlight them. A salesperson can. So, you know, the computer might be more accurate giving the info, However, the human touch is not there, so that's why we need to, you know, maybe not be a computer, but we can have enough information, enough presentation, enough delivery, enough emotion to get their attention, okay? And when you do it from the heart, when you do it, you know, and you believe that this product is going to solve a problem to the customer, remember, you have to believe in a product. There's no way that you can fake it. There's no faking it until you make it. We, we're going to know that this product is going to do what we think and we say is going to do. Make a list. Make You want to know if, if you believe in your product, you should have a list. Take a piece of paper, draw a line in the middle, and on the left side, put all the reasons people should not buy the product. And on the right side, put all the, peop- all the reasons they should get involved. Okay? And you should have on your right side a long list and on the left side if you ask me the way that i see it is money right if they cannot afford my product then i don't want them to get involved but if my list on the right is big 
That's the reason that I need to believe that they need to buy this product. And guess what? I'm going to do everything in my power with integrity and honesty. I don't need to lie to the customer because I know this product is going to make them better. When they finish, right, when I sell them this, they're going to be better off than if they didn't have it. So in every field out there, you have to, you know, look at what are you doing? Are we giving information about, that's what the customer wants, right? Just give me your information, give me your business cards, and I'll call you. Well, if that is what we are getting, then we are not being influential. We're not doing a presentation, right? Because there's no call to action. There's no movement towards buying the product, right? It's a funnel, right? You find the customer, you do the presentation, you then you ask some questions, they're part of the discovery, all of that together with your delivery, your passion, your enthusiasm. People are gonna say, oh my goodness, let, let me pay attention, man, this, this makes sense. Right. So, again, you know, you need to have a presentation in order to get an answer at the end. Right. The sequence is where it's at. Sequence is the key. Like like you heard me say before, you know, that was pounded in my head. The sequence. Right. It's not it's not what we say it's when and how we say it. Timing is 90 percent of genius. So when you do a presentation, right, just to give you an idea very quick. Right. The five reasons people don't buy. Number one is right that they don't trust you. Right. Think about it. They, they have to trust you. They got to trust the company. They got to trust. Right. Your product, your services. Right. And there's some laws in there that depending the field that you're in, you can highlight them and it's going to give them a little bit of confidence, right? a little bit of trust. OK. Then, of course, we got to do a, a powerful discovery. We got to ask, but not interrogate, not investigate. Right. Uh, investigation is not what we do It's pretty much find out, right? Discover, right? The needs and wants of the customer. That way we can tailor make, right? Our presentation based on their needs and wants without judging, right? What they're saying. Don't be judgmental. That's how you shut the customer down. That's why they don't want to tell you anymore. Because in the past, remember, somebody did the same thing and they were judged. They were judged before they can even think that you were the right person for them. So your discovery is important. Then, of course, we need to highlight the problem, right? As part of the need, highlight the problem, you know? Nobody takes medicine if they don't feel they're sick, right? So let's highlight the problem. Let's make that the center stage to motivate them. So again, the number three is, right, how can you help me? Give me your choices. What are you offering? Now I'm in. Now I'm listening uh, because you make sense, right? I trust you enough to listen to your message. You know, you did a discovery respectfully, and you are highlighting a little bit of my, you know, problem. So, okay, you know what? You're right. It makes sense. Let me let me put my guard down. Let me listen to what you have to say. And that's when you show them how you can help them, how you have some alternatives for them to solve that problem, those things that they have that they would like to solve. Okay, and of course, number four is the urgency, right? The hurry to act, right? You create urgency so they can act as soon as possible. Once they agree that they have an issue, that they have a problem, now they need you, right? Because you have the solution. Guess what? Now I want to do it as soon as possible, but that's not going to happen by itself, right? You need to create urgency. You need to highlight why. What are the reasons they need to act this? When would you like Mr. Customer 
to solve these issues once we agree on those issues. And of course, your passion, your enthusiasm is in there. It's not just words, right? Okay. And of course, if it's affordable for them, can they pay it? Do we have the means to do this? Do we have the financing, right? Do we have the program that is going to help them? But now, if you notice, when we follow these steps, now it's not about the messenger. It's about the message. So they're listening about your presentation. Listen, so let me ask you. You know, if I can get you all these things, right, in your discovery, if I can get you all these things that you would like to have or you need or whatever, do I have a client right now? Do we have a contract? Will you buy this today? Or will you take some action? See, that is part of a professional salesman trying to test what's going on, and you do it with intensity. You stare at the eyes, okay? And when you do that, people are going to say yes, no, whatever. And then you will know where to go and where you are, right? So, just to, so to get to move forward, you got to know if you are being effective, right? And a lot of times, if you do this correctly, they're going to say, yeah, if you can get me all of that in my house, if you can get me all of that in the car, if you can get me all these things that, I, that I'm asking for, if you can, it's a hypothetical question, yeah, why not? It depends the money. And we know that we are on track. We know that we are in our way, okay? So along the way, we test our presentation with some triacloses. Some people call it triacloses, right? Some temperature check. I mean, call it whatever you want. However, ask the question, if I can do this for you, would you do this? Will you take action? Well, maybe not. Well, okay. So what it needs to happen? What is holding you? Maybe it's, it's something that, that me as a salesperson have not done yet. Well, make sure that you do. So that way you can say, okay, so what needs to happen for you to move forward, right? I'm not trying to close them. I just want to know. Maybe I missed something. I missed some information. Maybe I missed a step, okay? And of course, at the end, listen, these are the reasons why you need to take action, right? And that's your job to highlight the reasons, right? With enthusiasm, with passion. See, with that 55% body language and the tone of voice, all of that in the right sequential order, now you can ask for the sale at the end. Listen, I got you this. This is what you were looking for. And the reasons you were looking for, the emotional connections, right? We got to put that in there too, okay? So here it is. Is this what you were looking for? Yes, I was. So this will solve the problem. And again, you're not going to ask this way, but just to give you an idea, right? We're in a in the podcast. So I want you to listen to what I'm saying and understand. Okay. So once the customer confirms, yes, it is. Okay. So let me, this is what we need as a down payment. This is what we need to get involved. This is the deposit. This is the terms and conditions. And now is a negotiation at the end. But what got them there? Got them what? Your presentation, right? There's no new words. You're using the words that you know is how and when. Sequence is the key. So again, listen, in the timeshare business, the people come in screaming and yelling, right? They come for the different reasons. You know, they came in for a gift, a package or something. And when we show them, right, when we present, right, we have to be thorough because and, and effective. Why? Because it's only an hour and a half to two hour presentation, right? Professionals understand that they need to have an effective to the point presentation. Okay, so that way at the end, people can make their choice based on the benefits and the features that they might feel they need or they do need because they are on vacation, 
right? In the car business, they came in to buy a car, but they come with a lot of resistance. And a lot of it is against the sales rep because you don't have a sequence. Sometimes we ask out of sequence. We start closing and we forgot to sell. Remember, the secret to closing is selling. It's selling, right? You cannot close somebody that is not sold. So a lot of times, you know, they start asking the wrong questions and the wrong. They're not asking a weird question. I mean, that question is good, but maybe in the position and in the location of it and how they ask, right, might give them success on the answer or not. Okay? In real estate, same thing. Even that they want a home, even they know that buying a home is good for them. I don't understand, right? The people are qualified. Everything is there, and we still don't get the deal, right? Why show 15 homes? See, there's a strategy that we need to put together, a presentation, your expertise in a sequential order that is going to make sense for the customer. And believe me, at the end, they will be happy, excited that it was you who sold them. Nobody is upset in a sales presentation because you sold them. A lot of them are upset because you closed them forcefully, right? Now, I believe in closing after I sell. So I'm going to sell them to the level that they can say, please, Mr. Salesman, I do want your product. It makes total sense. How much is it? And you know, my sales professionals out there, that when you have the customer asking how much is it, in most cases, they are where? Getting ready because you have given them a presentation that makes sense to them. Again, guys, no new words in sales. There's no new words. I don't have the magic formula, but we do have the right sequence to share with you. And a lot of you do it because, I mean, you're getting your results. But if you're not happy with the results that you're getting, evaluate these three things. Your presentation, which is the words, right? And the tone of voice that you're using and the body language. Tape yourself. Get a tape recorder. Throw it in your pocket. Listen to it. And sometimes, you know, we get so caught up in the way we deliver the message that we might not be in tune. We might not be in the right sequence. So it's important for you to look at the sequence, at your tone of voice, delivering the message with passion and energy and respect. Okay, sales profession is the best sales profession out there. It's the best one. You can make as much money as you want, right? It's a blank check. You want more, hustle more, right? If you want to make more sales, get more appointments, right? Sell more cars, whatever it takes, but make sure that you go in with a game plan, okay? You know, one of the things that, you know, in football, right, you got a certain amount of players in the defense side. You got another certain amount of players in the offense side. That's the only thing the coaches know. That's information that is simple, right? 11 on the, on the offense, 11 on the defense. So they create plays based on the players, right? And how normally they're going to move around. And experience come into play on that. So what we have is the rule book, right? To share with you how the customer moves defensively in a sales presentation, in a sales situation. The way they behave in a sales situation is totally different than where in the park when they're in the bar, when they're in the club, when they're in a party. See, there's a defense that they have when they're in front of a salesperson. So if that is true, imagine how much higher that defense goes 
when they feel that the salesperson is not a professional salesman and they feel that they cannot connect with him, okay? They're gonna put that guard higher. The relationship is gonna be more difficult. However, guess what? If they feel that you are credible, if they feel that you are in the right sequence with them and that they can talk to you, the defense starts going down. And this happens purposely, right? The salesperson understands this, understands the customer, has an idea of their personality, knows in what channel, what topic, what tone to talk to the driver, to the express, to the analyticals, to the socializers, right? He has an idea because he has studied humans. Guess what? Now you are more prepared. Now you have a sequence. Now you have a game plan based on trust, need, help, hurry, and of course the money. And now you know how to develop and deliver and the timing. See, now you are more prepared to have a better connection and keep fine-tuning your presentation so that way that customer feel more comfortable as time progress in front of you. And at the end, guess what? It's going to be down to dollars and cents, right? Instead of excuses and objections and, and stuff that doesn't matter. If you get a few that they're real objections, you know how to handle them, you move forward and go back to the asking for the order. Okay, now that we got that out of the way, Mr. Prospect, now that you understood how it works, because I made it clear, right? Let me ask a question. If this is something that you want to own with us today, right? Will you sign this contract right now, right? Listen, you need to the, you need this home, so so let's move forward. Let's let's write the order up, okay? Let me get you the contract, right? And guess what? They're going to say, okay, let's do it. If you never ask, you will never receive. So again, to all sales professionals out there, if you're in the sales arena, you know, you need to have a process. You need to have a system. You need to put together a presentation. It's not just giving information. We're not 411. We're not Google. Take the information and make it a presentation. And remember to put the elements of asking for the order, moving towards buying, towards action in every moment of the presentation. Okay. So again, this is your coach, Joe Pinero. Thank you for listening to Sales Drop here, dropping some information, dropping some knowledge to help those who want to take their game to the next level. And remember, go for it with passion. Everything you got, okay? Everything, no regrets. Again, God bless you and see you in the next episode. I want to take a minute to thank you for tuning in to Sales Drop Podcast. Thank you for listening to this episode. Again, it's all about sales. Remember, in every opportunity of selling, either you sell them or they sell you. And we want to be ready with the best strategy possible. Thank you for sending some comments. If you want to send some feedback, questions, please do send it to Joe Pinero, salescoach at gmail.com. It's a pleasure. I love it. It's what I do. And remember, go for it. Go for it with passion. All you've got, no 